like scary movies? Totally. Hey, y'all. Totally. What's up? It's Jess. Hey, jerk. Speed kills. Ah, baby, bone sherry. Hey, what? Lindsay. The key. You did a great job. You filthy animals. Hello, Sydney. <laughs> I'll be right back. I thought this was about horror movies. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What's your favorite scary movie? Oh, I gotta fan myself. Curdled sack of milk. (laughs) (laughs) I'm a really good listener. No, you're not. That's true. We're out of here. Bye. The key. Hello and welcome. Bye, y'all. Bye. Plug it up. Plug it up. Plug it up. Plug it up. I got my Starbucks refresher. Oh, wow. What is that thing? Looks gross. It's dragon fruit and coconut milk. How do you milk a coconut? And like green tea. Hmm. It's good. Sounds refreshing. It is very refreshing. Just looks nasty. (laughs) Why? Because it's got fruit in it? Yeah. (laughs) Seth doesn't like fruit. It's got chunks. What are the chunks? I don't really eat those. Like, I just get the juice around it. <laughs> you just eat around the chunks. I do. Her favorite part of the drink is the end of it whenever you get to nibble on the chunks at the bottom. Like, <laughs> yeah. I do not take the top off and, like, get the chunks out. She yeah, saves right. all the chunks. Chunk saver. Do you put them in, like, a soup later? Do you keep them and Ew. put them in a soup or... <laughs> Who puts fruit in soup? I don't know. People put it in fruit their salads. <laughs> she makes herself a chunk bikini and has her boyfriend eat them off. Ew. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's, a, that's a real fruit salad there. Yeah. <laughs> Yum. Organic. A little bit of fruit and fish. <laughs> Jesus. That's some fishy fruit. Tell- the thing is, you can tell they're like freeze dried. Mm. You know what I mean? And they just like throw them in there. Because I got a little bit of one and it was like crunchy. <laughs> Ew. Are they so, like berry, berries or something? It's dragon fruit, like pieces. Oh, whatever that is. Yeah, what is dragon fruit exactly? <laughs> it's like it's like that pink fruit and it's got a lot of like the little black, tiny, tiny like seeds in it. Ew. It's, it's really pretty fruit, but. Yeah. Ew. Ew. Like a star fruit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what the hell is a star fruit? A fruit. You've never seen it, or you've never heard of one? It kind of looks like a star. No, I've heard of starfish. Yeah, oh they're good, God. actually. They're kind of like a kiwi tasting thing. Yeah, I was going to say like a kiwi, like mango consistency. Mm-hmm. A mango kiwi. I don't want any part of any of that. Give me an you apple. You like kiwi? Why? No, it's too sour. Oh. It's a terrible fruit. Anything you eat that makes your face like scrunch up like you're old, I don't want any part of it. Well, it's only sour if you don't get one that's like ripe. Oh, now it's my fault. Now it's yeah. my fault. Yeah. I'm trying to eat healthy and the shit tastes bad. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Dipshit. You got- wow. Wow. You guys are real nice today. Mm-hmm. It's been a while. It has. I feel like I haven't seen you guys in forever. Seth almost died. Oh, how are you feeling, buddy? Oh, much better. Now I just have my sinus crap to contend with. What was going on? Mm. Oh, I had the COVID. How'd you get that, you dirty ass? Well, probably some gross person at work. Now, like a bunch of people there have it. Mm. Yeah, it's going around. You so, still sound a little like horse. Yeah, I've been doing a lot of coughing. 
Mm. Is that yeah. why you had the uh, the drop? Yeah, that's why I have the lozenge. The lo- <laughs> so, <laughs> so you get COVID, and then everybody else at work gets it after you, but you got it from somebody else is what you're trying to lead me to believe. I don't fucking go anywhere, so where the hell would I have gotten it from? I, mean, I know you do weird shit in the bathroom stalls. <laughs> no, I think it's just going around there. <laughs> I mean, I'm just you saying. You can get it from semen. Uh, you can? Supposedly. Have they proven uh. this? I, was, I read it somewhere. Do you see Jessica's face? She was like, oh, no. She's like, no, shit. No, it's just like, it's gross. No, just more di- no more hanging what? out in the Dirty Melons bathroom. Oh, my God. Dirty Melons. Their bathroom's not that bad. <laughs> What did what did Mark call it? He called it something else. Big melons. Big melons. <laughs> I like big melons. Well, like big the place. I also enjoy big melons, but I mean like mm-hmm. the, the place, big melons. Yeah. And I know that you mean big watermelons is what you're actually talking yeah. about. That is a fruit that I do enjoy eating. Have you been back to the melons, Jess? I have not. No. Mm. No, it's not. It's not a regular occurrence. <laughs> it's probably for the best after the last time. You don't. You didn't. Yeah. You have no self control at the Big Melons. Uh, clearly not. Because you got there was a couple different locations throughout that night though. Sugar Melons was just the last. Oh, <laughs> so really, they're getting a bad rap for your poor decisions. Yeah, that sounds like they're yeah. not. I didn't really like complain about it though. Well, let's <laughs> dive into that. I don't feel like you were complaining about it, but you were definitely reaching out for help. No. <laughs> I'm drunk no. AF. Come, I was just come get chatting me. with you guys. No, nah, I think you were, you were, uh, you know how, uh, like, when an addict doesn't know they need help, but they just don't feel good oh about themselves? Oh, my God. Shut like, the fuck Seth, up. I mean, Seth, tell me if I'm wrong, but did you feel like she was really reaching out to us for help? I'm drunk AF. <laughs> <laughs> you guys jump in there all the time and talk about how drunk you are or what you're drinking. I don't drink. Naturally. I mean, Jess, I don't know if you knew this or not, but we're men, so we're allowed to do that. Oh, okay. (laughs) (laughs) I was unaware. Noted. I'll add it to my fucking note list. Note list. And and with that note, make sure you put in there that men are also allowed to sleep with as many women as they want, but when a girl does it, she's a whore. (laughs) This is exactly 100% true. Okay. Sadly, it is true. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know what? Let's change the narrative. I don't think that Jess is a whore for sleeping with a bunch of guys. <laughs> I don't either. <laughs> Thanks, guys. You know, like, that's friendship. Yeah. <laughs> uh, disclaimer, we're joking. Calm down, everybody. God, people are like, driving off the road right now. Like, oh, these two are real assholes. <laughs> hmm, it doesn't bother me at all. It don't bother me none. I don't care what nobody thinks. I got my I chunks care. over here in my cup. I don't know shit about fuck. Oh, don't get me started on that. Yeah, I know. I was trying not to bring it up at all, actually, because <laughs> I know it makes Seth mad. Oh, Ozark? Yeah. I'm well, just glad it's over, so I don't have to hear you guys talk about this awful show anymore that you guys <laughs> said was terrible. It's not terrible. I, I had it on my list of like things to talk about of what I've been watching, and I was like, I put a question mark next to it. No. Like, maybe I shouldn't bring it up. You questioned yourself because of Seth. You were... You were going to let Seth bully you out of talking about it? <laughs> yeah. Well, because Josh bitches at me if I repeat a show again on this damn podcast. But you guys talk about Ozark every fucking week. <laughs> That's not true. I only get on you if you repeat crappy shows. And Ozark is one of them. No, Ozark is a solid show until this last half of the last season, which yeah, had me. So it's a shitty show. In fi- <laughs> I, I re-listened to our last episode and you said we had shitty choice of shows. <laughs> 
Seth I said did. that? Yeah, I said something about that. What a jerk. It I think you're talking laugh. about Sons of Anarchy or something. Again. <laughs> Speaking nope, of. You're the only one that's bringing it up still. <laughs> but since he brought it up, Jess, have you finished no. it? Yes, I did. Yeah, you want to go into detail on it? or I got a few. Um, I got some time I, to kill here. I was glad to see Gemma go. Yes. Um, but it was like sad. Hmm. He just like drove into that semi at the end. All around good. sad. Not good for yeah. Gemma. Not good for Tara. Not good for Jax. The kids are now with Nero and Wendy. Who now Wendy? I'm supposed to believe is this changed person who's going to get the kids now? Like what? I know. Uh, yeah. I didn't know how I felt about it, but whatever. I, it wasn't terrible. No, but just, you know what was terrible was the ending of Ozark. Yeah. <laughs> we'll get to that though. We've completely sorry, lost Seth. Yeah. All right, I'm sorry. You know, let's bring him. Phone. Let's bring him back in, Seth. What have you been up to, buddy? Talk to me. Well, we already talked about my COVID. Yes. So while I was in uh, hibernation or whatever you want to call it, I, I binged yeah. Ye- Yellow Jackets. You did yes. finally. Let's talk Watched about that. The whole thing in like and? two days, and it was really good. Now I'm like, I have so many questions though. Yeah. So who's your favorite character? Hang on, wait, don't answer. Don't answer. Let's guess who each of our favorite characters were, okay? Okay. All right, so you guys write. I'm going to write down who I think Seth's was and who Jess's was. And you guys guess for the other two. Okay, you ready? Let me know when you're ready. I'm ready. Uh, I think I'm ready. Um, okay. Who wants to go first? I'll go first. Go ahead. Um, I think that Seth's favorite is Natalie, and then Josh's favorite is Misty. Fuck. What is? What about you, Seth? I said for Jess that Jackie was her favorite, and I actually did not pick one for you. Why not? I ran out of time. Oh, you want to pick probably that? the probably the older lesbian chick. The older lesbian chick. <laughs> The, the girl from Scream? I don't know. The one that's the senator. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's the adult version of her. I forget what her name is. I had Nat for Jess. And for Seth, I had... um, I think her name was Shannon. Wasn't that her name? The gal that's pregnant? Uh, Sophie. Sophie. Is that her name? Yeah. yeah. Really? Yeah, Sophie. I got the S right. Sophie is my favorite, but adult Sophie. Yeah, that's who I picked for you. Jess, who's yeah. your favorite? My favorite's Nat. My favorite is Misty. Why did you guys? Why did you say Misty? I'm just curious because she's crazy. I guess, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she's a complex character. Oh, I love Misty. Plus the Reach, right? How do you not love the Reachy? Right. The cast is just great all of, like all the way across the board on this show. It really is. Yeah, Misty just got on my nerves sometimes. She did some stupid shit. Yeah. No, Both I agree. the kid and the adult version. But I think Her weird she's obsession like, with the the chaperone dude or the coach. Yeah, yes. that was creepy. I'm like, oh man. But I feel like she, like her character is like Jess said, complex because like everything she does, she's like, and she doesn't just do stupid stuff to do stupid stuff. I feel like she, everything she does has a rhyme and a reason for why she does it because I think she's the only one playing like the long game, even when she's a kid. Yeah. Yeah. Versus these other ones that are just making dumb decisions all the time based on like what's going on around them at that point in time. Whereas I feel like Misty, and I don't know, because I, I, is this based off of a book or something? 
I actually no. don't know. I don't think so. Okay. So I don't know if there's already an ending to how this ends, but I feel like Misty's the one that is like playing the long game and has like all of these things figured out and everything that she does while at the time we think, God, that was dumb. Like it generally ends up playing out to where it was actually pretty smart. Like with, mm-hmm. with the lady she lets go that she had um, kidnapped. Yeah. And as soon as she handed her the cigarette, I was like, oh, don't smoke that. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. Don't do it. But I don't know. I mean, the whole reason they were stuck there is because of Misty's dumbass anyway. Yeah. Because she broke the recorder thing, the transponder. Oh, right. Well, because she wants them to stay there, right? Yeah, because she's fucking crazy. I can't wait to see this, how the second season plays out and like all the shit they're going to show. Like, I know them out there still. Right. You know, it's going to be nuts. Well, because of what we saw in the beginning, like we never circled back to that. Yeah. The girl that fell in the hole, who I thought was Jackie, which now we don't know who it was, but yeah. I also thought that it was going to end up being Jackie. And after Just that one necklace, girl, yeah. that one girl that freaking her face gets ate off by wolves. Oh, uh, God. Yeah. yeah. Ugh, She's from was... Stranger Things, right? Um, I don't remember. Maybe. I know or... she's from the uh, Timothy Oliphant show, right? With uh, oh, Drew Barrymore, maybe that's what I'm thinking of. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking of. But I'm just wondering if it's going to be like some kind of like, is there something really in the woods, or is it just them? I personally do not think there's something in the woods. I think that it has to do with Lottie's hallucinogenic drugs that she was on that she ran out of, and Misty trying to keep them there. I think it's going to be a combination of all that. I don't know. Do you think Misty like did something to the teddy bear in the airplane? I do. I think Misty is the one that blew the plane up. Yeah. And I think that would not surprise me. And I think like with the the mushrooms and the fact that Lottie's like off her medicine, but then they are all like tripping on mushrooms and have seen all this stuff. I just wonder if. Yeah, I I don't like the Lottie chick. I don't either. I just don't like her. We need to like save some of this so we can do an episode on it. Oh, on the whole show or the whole season? Yeah. All right. Yes. Okay. We'll we'll parking lot that. Okay. We'll parking lot yellow jackets. <laughs> Goddamn, Seth. Is this a yellow jackets podcast now? <laughs> is it? But it's a good show when we all watched it. And it's Jesus. not two decades old. I mean, Jesus. Yes. I, love um, my- I just want to save some material. Yeah. For we cool should do episode. All right, we sorry. should do one on that. Yeah. Um, I've been Jesus. watching Candy on Hulu. <laughs> do it the Beal? Yes. It's actually pretty good. It's weird. And um, the Sophie chick's in it, too. Oh, really? Yeah, that actress. She plays the one that gets killed. Me? What? No, I don't even have to watch it. Thanks. And both her husbands are in it. (laughs) Yeah, which is also funny. Have you watched it, Jess, yet? I haven't. No, it's good. It's next on the list. So that's good. I watched a horror movie called No Exit on Hulu. Let me guess. Let me guess. Terrible. It was okay. It wasn't. It was more of a thriller. It's like this girl gets stranded at this rest stop in a winter storm. Okay. And she like goes out to her car to get something and sees this like girl tied up in the back of a van. And so she's trying to figure out like who the kidnappers are in the rest area. And like, Ooh. it wasn't terrible, actually. Not as bad as the other ones that we've watched. No, I actually finished it. So it wasn't too bad. Uh, and then I've been continuing watching the flight attendant. How's that going? Anyone- it's good. It's mm. really crazy this season. Are there three seasons or two? Two. Two. But they're only releasing you know, an episode a week, so gots to wait. And then the only other thing I tried to watch was the original 90210. <laughs> oh, my God. Because I saw it on it was on Hulu or something. God, it's so bad. 
I can't believe we watched it. It's terrible. I remember some of those episodes and like. And it was uh, on forever. What was the other one with Nev Campbell? Oh, uh, Party um, of Five. Yeah. Was she wasn't. Yeah. I watched more of that one, but it like kind of reminded me of 90210 a little bit. Damn. I'm sure it's terrible too if you watched it now. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And that's about it for me. Jeez, dude, you went on a tear. I was sitting around not doing anything for a couple of days. Had so. the vid. Good thing I forgot to cancel my uh, Showtime subscription, huh? Yeah. <laughs> what about you, Jess? Uh, I started The Staircase, which is on HBO. It's got Tony in it as well. Oh, um, is that about the, that's about that guy, right? They did like a Netflix documentary on him? Yeah, I actually, I watched the documentary like, uh, I can't remember if it was like three years ago that that came out. Mm-hmm. Um but it's pretty crazy. <laughs> I agree. Do you think he did it? Yeah. I think he did too. Yeah. There's no way. Like, if you look at the pictures of her head. Right. He didn't just fall down the stairs. Like, well, And there's like blood splatter like on the ceiling. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it's, come on. You'll have to see how, like, if, if you watch it, how she like reenacts it on here. It's, it's like, it's good. Like, it kind of gets you thinking like, well, fuck, maybe it was just her. Like, how they stage it. But, is it like a thriller type show? Um, it's just like a kind of like, but they're just mm. kind of they keep going. They show like a couple months before like her death, and they kind of show uh, like more about her. She likes to take like Valium and like drink, and she has they have a party like before this even happens, and she like fucking jumps in the pool and hits her head on the bottom. Oh, and <laughs> like in yellow jackets. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's rough to watch that. And, so it kind of makes it seem like, well, maybe she was just like kind of, you know, on pills and drinking too much at the same time. And she fell and like fucked herself up. But like, there's just too much like head trauma for it to just be that. Ball, yeah. yeah. Well, I think too, like they talk pretty in depth in that documentary about how much they drank, right? Like they drank a lot, mm-hmm. didn't they? And she was yeah. also on, was it Valium? She was on pills yeah. too. Yeah. I think like more than that, even she was like mixing different pills um, uh, but yeah it's pretty it's really good they both do a really good job like depicting the actual petersons like it's good um colin firth is mr is i forget what the fuck his first name is but he's the guy that he's her husband oh, okay the dead uh, yeah i got yeah you. um i also saw dr strange too oh how was that it was very good there's like one part that gets kind of slow in the middle, but then it picks back up and it's really fucking good. Elizabeth Olsen's great in it. Yeah, I'd like to see it just for her. I was I never saw the first Doctor Strange movie, and he's like one of my least favorite characters. Um, yeah, me too. Me too. It's good though. They like tie a lot of other stuff into it. That's what I've heard because it's it's into the multiverse, right? Yeah. So is there like other characters from different timelines mm-hmm. in it? Yeah. Yeah. Fuck. It's good. You'll have to. I don't. I don't want to put any like spoilers out there since that like just came out. But I have one oh, so question. Went to the mm-hmm. I have uh, one question. If, and you can shake your head yes or no if it's a big spoiler. But is Wolverine in it? Okay. Yeah. Um. I also watched The Lost City, which is on Paramount Plus. It's got Sandy. Oh, is that <laughs> out? Look. Oh, I yeah. love Sandy. If you've got Paramount Plus, you can like watch it for free on there. Um, but 
she's fucking hilarious in it. Is Channing Tatum's yeah. hilarious in it. So they're good together. Yeah, and Brad Brad Pitt's in it. <laughs> yeah, he makes a cameo, right? Fucking so funny. He's yeah. like, it's more than a can't. He's in it for like quite a bit. Oh. Um, in in like the beginning, and then yeah, you'll see what happens. But like, he's a fucking like uh, ex marine, I think, like bounty <laughs> hunter type dude. So fucking hilarious. All I remember from the trailer is him running with like an explosion behind him, and he's just like flailing his hair around as the like the explosions happening. <laughs> yeah, it's great. And like Sandra Bullock's in this fucking like sparkly pink onesie like the whole time. Like they're out in the fucking jungle and shit, and she's in this like. <laughs> pink sparkly fucking onesie and there's people after him and they're like finding fucking glitter like in the river and shit like she's leaving a trail of sparkles that's hilarious dude it's so good um i watched senior year on netflix with um fuck what's her name the australian chick she's like super funny rebel wilson oh she lost a bunch of weight didn't she yeah, she did. I saw the picture, like the uh, artwork for like the cover art for it, and it didn't even look like her. Yeah, uh, it's really funny. Like she's a cheerleader. It's like her senior year, and uh, she wants to be prom queen and stuff. And they do this fucking routine, and like they just drop her on the floor, <laughs> and she goes into a coma, and she wakes up like twenty years later. <laughs> And like goes back to high school. It's kind of like never been kissed a little bit. Okay. Aww. She kind of gets to relive her high school, ex- her senior year. Is it raunchy or is it like uh, PG 13? I think it's PG 13. I don't know. It's not super raunchy. Okay. But it's good. It's fucking funny. But yeah, that's uh, that's about it. And I finished Ozark. Mm, that was it. Well, that's actually a great segue because all that I've watched is Ozark because I have not mm-hmm. been watching TV whatsoever except for what we do on here. And then I did binge all of Ozark. So I was, Seth, I know you're going to get mad that we're talking about it, but I think Jess, you and I had the same feeling after watching it that we were not happy. Yeah. Like I, I was screaming at the TV. Like you are, you're kidding me. This is how this show's going to end. Yeah. It's kind of disappointing. What were they thinking? I don't know. <laughs> like, I just, I don't know if it's because they had to like wait so long to, to put the second part of the season out or what, but I don't know. I wasn't mm. feeling it. I I don't think very many people were happy with the way the show ended. Yeah. But I don't want, I don't want to give too, well, I don't know if we can give too much. Does it really matter at this point? Everybody's already seen it and it's all out. Like if you want to go watch yeah. it, go watch it. But I just feel like it's another one for me that it started out so well. Yeah. And you're like, wow, this is the show's great. And then that's how it's going to end. <laughs> I, uh, I don't know. It's like, it, I didn't think it really got bad until the beginning part of this season. And I think it's because they had so many episodes. And because generally there's only 10 episodes, I think. And this time they had 14. Yeah. But they also wanted to break the season into two parts because they were trying to get whatever the awards are for TV shows. They were trying to get into two years worth so the first mm-hmm. part would be in the one year and the second part would be in another year but um i don't know it was like i felt like they were trying to piss people off with the way they ended it just because of the characters that survive and the characters that don't primarily one character that doesn't that i think is probably everybody's favorite character yeah but like there was no I, and i get where they were trying to go with it like she didn't have anything else to live for at that point in the show but like 
how are you going to put this character through all of this trauma because of this one family and then she doesn't survive and then you leave the one family member of hers three left with absolutely nothing yeah like fuck i rate i should have broke the tv that's what i should have done i just hate wendy so much <laughs> same like that's all her fault all uh, this yeah. happened because of her yeah fuck yeah i think marty should have killed her i thought he yeah. was going to honestly yeah then, i did too and then like there were a couple parts and just seeing him have to go through that whole thing of keeping dude prisoner and then like the torture right. and all that yeah that sucked yeah whatever all right anyway seth we won't bore you with any more ozark talk <laughs> thank god the show's over now he's over here like god <laughs> these two idiots um other than that i did read um malcolm gladwell's outliers it was a really good book i read the long halloween and right now i'm reading night shift by stephen king which is another great segue into this episode which yes. is hmc 87 dolores claiborne from 1995 Seth, this was your pick yeah, it was, girl. We're finally getting back to Stephen King's Spring. I think we have, what, one more one more episode for Stephen King's Spring, and that's it? Yeah. I think so, yeah. We're going to do Pet Cemetery, and we're going to compare and contrast the old versus the new. Is that correct? Yep. Yes. Okay, good. I thought that was the case, but I was like, you know what? I may be misremembering because I drink a lot. You never know. That's true. That is true. All right, let's jump into getting lit, talking shit, scary movie discussion again. Seth, this was your pick. Why did you pick this movie? Uh, it's a really good movie, I think, and I haven't seen it in forever. And I just know it's usually one of regarded as one of Stephen King's best adaptations. Why wow, you, you fit a whole lot of words into that one sentence? You know, I, I didn't think you were going to make. <laughs> I it did. I it. didn't even take a breath. I know. I, I can hear the <laughs> the cough drops slapping slapping around in ting, there. Ting ting ting. I don't have one in my mouth. Oh, then did a tooth fall out? <laughs> Maybe. Maybe I lost a tooth. <laughs> lost a tooth. Shoot. Jess, have you seen this before? I had not. I had never. This is my first watch as well. Really? It was. Unbelievable. <laughs> huh? I've never read the book either. It's an awfully yep. depressing movie. I never even heard of it before. I was like, what? What is this? If I'm, and maybe this is, again, I'm prone to ruining fun facts with Seth, but I think Seth, correct me if I'm wrong, but didn't he write this book specifically so Kathy Bates would be in it? Yeah, he had her in mind when he wrote it. Okay. Because of yeah. how well she did in Misery, right? Right. Yes. Okay. Um, well, to speak to that, like, she is excellent. And, and I was never, yeah. I never really, I don't want to say she wasn't on my radar because I know every, like, everybody knows who Kathy Bates is, but like, I didn't ever like hold her in high regard as like an actress because I really hadn't seen anything she was in other than um, some episodes of American Horror Story. But I never finished those seasons. But like after Misery and this, it's like wow, she's like great. Yeah, she's phenomenal in this movie. She really yeah. is. Yeah. I actually had notes about that. <laughs> okay, I won't ruin your notes. I'm sorry. <laughs> but uh, I, she's in Titanic too, isn't she? Yes. Yeah. Is yep. she? Yeah. yeah. I gotta be She's honest. the unsinkable Molly Brown in Titanic. Who's that? Is she a poor person or a rich person? Rich person. Uh, Remember, she's the one that like gives Jack the suit to wear to dinner, and she's rich, but she's like humble. She's not a fucking asshole like some of the other rich people on the boat. Yeah, because uh, her husband had like struck gold or something, so they were like more poor, but now we're rich. Yeah. I don't remember much of Titanic, believe it or not. 
I, it's not that's not surprising yeah, yeah i'm not surprised at all yeah no i think i've seen it like all the way through one time but uh if i had to describe this movie in one word it would 100 percent be depressing yeah it's just yeah. sad the whole movie yeah i was like man there's got to be a light at the end of this tunnel right and then it's just like continues to kick me in the nuts I had a note like I feel like the lighting throughout this movie was very like dim and mm-hmm. dreary too so I felt like that added to it because I really liked how the flashbacks were all like bright and sunny yeah and then like I don't know I just made the it made it cool I liked it mm-hmm. yeah I like the lighting as well I think they also used the lighting um, to help tell the story mm-hmm. right and I think they also did a really great job of um, aging Kathy Bates and then making her look younger whenever they do the flashbacks. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know how old she, I don't know how old she was, but this this couldn't have been that much longer after Misery, right? It was like 5 years later. Cuz I just remember us ta- talking on the Misery episode about how young she looked. Yeah, Misery yeah. was 90, so. And then they make her look really old in this, but then during the flashbacks she's young again. But um so let's uh, our characters are Dolores Claiborne played by Kathy Bates. Selena, that's her daughter, played by Jennifer Jason Lee, which I have been on record saying I cannot stand Jennifer Jason Lee. I don't know why. I, I do know why. It's because she's an atypical and I hate her in that show. But I didn't have any exposure to her prior to atypical. Did you guys, I mean, Seth, you'd seen this, so you knew her from this. But other than that, did you, did you guys know her from anything? Not that I can think of. Yeah, I mean, either just atypical is the main thing. I don't. I didn't mind her at all in this, actually. I don't know. It has to be from Atypical as to why I can't stand her, but because she was mm-hmm. fine to me in this. Yeah. Um, Detective Mackie is played by Christopher Plummer. Judy is played by Vera Donovan. Uh, Joe is played by David Strathairn. How the frick do you say that, huh? I think that's about as close as it has yeah. to be. Yeah. Strathern. And, and then Frank is played by none other than John C. Riley. And I don't know that I've ever seen John C. Riley in a serious role before. He's been in like one other one. I feel like he's done some serious stuff. He's just not as good as his comedic performances. Right. I, didn't, I didn't mind him in this, but I don't know what this accent... This has got to be like a main accent they're trying to do, right? But it was just like weird to hear him try to do it. Yeah, I thought so too. Yeah, like the accent was kind of Boston-y, but not... I, I guess that's how Maine is. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Massachusetts sounding. Yeah. Uh, the director is Taylor Hackford. He also did The Devil's Advocate, Ray, and the movie The Comedian. What are you huffing about, sir? Have you guys seen The Devil's Advocate? Uh, a long time ago. It's Keanu Reeves and... Yeah. Um, I forgot oh. the check. That's a good movie. That'd be a good one to do, too. It's creepy. I don't know if I've seen it. Why can I not think of the big guy's name in it? <laughs> it's not Robert De Niro. It's the other guy, right? Yes. I always mix the two up. Uh Oh my gosh. Robert. Al Pacino? Yes, it is Al Pacino. Yeah. Jesus. Yeah. I'm to to edit that out so I don't sound so stupid. <laughs> <laughs> Budget was $13 million. Box office was 46.4, but it said estimated, so I don't really know what that means. Um, we're just going to run with 46.4 million. Jess, do you want to read the synopsis? A big city reporter travels to a small town where her mother has been arrested for the murder of an elderly, elderly woman for whom she worked as a housekeeper. You did a great job. Thanks. I don't care what Seth says. Yeah. Pull over. 
Yeah. Scene one, opening scene. Dolores fights with an elderly lady, knocking her down the stairs sporadically, spills boiling water, pulls out a knife from a drawer, and is interrupted by the mailman just before smashing the woman's face with a rolling pin. Meanwhile, Peter and Selena argue over her next article at the paper, and a fact shows up from the Banger Main uh, newspaper stating that Selena's mother, Dolores, is in trouble. The town is a small fishing village, um, definitely a downgrade from Selena's life in the big city. As she goes back, we get to kind of see um, the town that she came from, where her mother lives, and you can they do a great job, I think, of making it look really run down in comparison to like the city life that she's clearly uh, upgraded to. She meets Detective Mackey, who remembers her from his investigation in her father's murder 18 years ago. Officer Frank brings Selena to Dolores, who doesn't even recognize her at first. Selena takes Dolores home. They discuss her antagonizing the police and um, her departure for at during her departure from the police station, the police have a witness with her over a dead body with a rolling pen. On the front porch, Dolores daydreams of her husband's uh, search, the search for her husband. While Selena realizes how run down the house is, she heads to town to get groceries because there's nowhere else to stay and they don't have anything in the house because Dolores had been living with Vera, which was the elderly lady that she was um, taking care of. While Dolores goes through uh, Selena's bag, she finds a ton of prescription medications and looks sad, daydreaming of days long ago. Okay, so the first scene, basically the first set of scenes is, well, the very first scene is Dolores, and you don't really see her push the lady down the steps. All you see are like shadows on the wall. This old lady falls down the steps, and mm-hmm. then she's acting like sporadically, right? She goes in, she knocks water off the stove. She pulls a drawer of knives out to fall all over the ground, and then she ultimately picks up a rolling pen. Um, did To me, initially watching, I was like, she doesn't seem like she's trying to kill this lady. Right. Yeah, I didn't I think didn't, so. I didn't think so either. She seems like confused. Yeah. Well, then like when Vera is like trying to talk to her when she has the rolling pin, I'm like, okay, is she asking her to kill her? You know, which we find out later, but at this point, you know. Yeah. That was the confusing part to me. I was like, okay, what's happening here? <laughs> Maybe she is trying to kill her, like, I guess. Yeah, I, I, I was with you. I was like, is she? Because then she's like, Dolores, please. And I was like, okay, is she pleading with her to kill her or not mm-hmm. to kill Like, mm-hmm. I don't know. But like Kathy Bates in this, she does such a great job in the scene of just like, again, acting very sporadically. And I don't know. I panicked. She's very yeah, panicked. Panicked is a better way to, to say yeah. it. Um, so then we cut to her daughter, Selena, and we see that she's like, she dresses nice. Then she comes back to this like little fishing village and like this place is ran down. And I thought that the movie did a good job of showing the the contrast between Selena now versus how her mother is, how even the police officers in the town are and how the town itself is just really kind of janky. Mm-hmm. It just looks like it's seen better days. Similar to Kathy Bates' character, Dolores, right? Yeah. The lady's house uh, that she pushed on the stairs looks like the fucking Texas Chainsaw House. Oh, Vera's house? Yeah. It really does. I feel like a lot of houses must have looked like... I don't know why. And until we did this podcast, like I never realized how many houses in these movies look like that Texas Chainsaw House. Yeah. Like with the big pillars and... Mm-hmm. That was a style. Except this one has an ocean view. That's true. Yeah. That's very true. Um, anything else? General thoughts about the opening scenes? 
sometimes being a bitch is all a woman has to hold on to. <laughs> Who's, who says that first? Kathy Bates? Kathy, or, yeah. yeah. Yeah, Dolores. All her sayings in this are fucking great. I know. She, I, it has to be Stephen King's writing, right? But like, I, it, there was a lot of stuff that reminded me of her character in Misery. Like some of her, like, this, her mannerisms and things that she said, her little sayings. Yeah. Like at one point, she just walked in and was like, oh, cheese and crackers. Cheese and yeah. crackers, yeah. <laughs> and at first, what was she saying? Dooley or drooly or... She said something, and I thought that was John C. Riley's name for a minute. And then she starts saying it later, and I was like, "That can't be that guy's name." Oh, I guess I don't remember that. Yeah, I don't either. Golly, or John, I forget. I forget what she said. But um, what about but Mackie? I mean, what was your first impression of Detective Mackie? That he's a douche. Yeah. Even at first, because at first I didn't. I was just like, he just seems like he's there and doesn't want to be there. Not at the very like, but when he starts talking to Dolores, you can kind of tell like there's something going on there. Yeah, because yeah, there's think- a lot of tension. But I thought they did a good job of showing like how estranged like Selena and Dolores are. Like she didn't even recognize her at first. Right, yeah. didn't recognize her, and I think they are all they also, which we'll get more into later. I think they do a great job of showing how selena has basically blocked all of the memories of this town out of her head like she yeah you see all the pills she's taken right and like the fact she doesn't even know who mackie is which i i guess i'd like to watch it again to see if they like if you could tell that mackie realizes who she is versus her not having any idea who he is until dolores basically tells her who he is yeah because she was what 13 when this all happened so she should remember you know you would think right this made me think a lot of it and how they remember everything when they get back, when they get closer back to me. Oh yeah. Uh, to dairy. No, that's a good, good comparison. Cause yeah, it's very similar to that. Cause mm-hmm. she, she has no recollection of what went on or what happened here, which is, we'll find out more later, but, uh, and I love these flashback scenes. I think they're cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I don't know if we've gotten there yet, but like the one where they're at dinner and like, like Dolores is looking behind Selena and it's like showing the past. Like they're mixed yes. together. I thought that was cool. That's a good yeah. segue. We're getting ready to jump right into that. Scene Yay. scene two. Selena's <laughs> great return. Selena returns upset about her story being taken away from her. Takes a bath as Dolores puts the groceries away, finding alcohol in one of the bags. They eat dinner, discuss Selena's success, discuss her drinking problems, her father's miserableness, and Selena asks if that's why she killed her father, Joe. Dolores daydreams about her husband, Joe, coming home from work, degrading her for kissing her rich employee's ass, uh, I'm sorry, employer's ass, taking his unhappiness out on her by beating her with a board and then pretending to be a great dad in front of Selena as he pours more liquor into his Coke can. Later, Joe continues to belittle Dolores about her weight, how ugly she is, and how his mother was right about her. She hits him over the head with a milk jar, I think it was a milk jar, causing him to bleed. She tells him that she can be as mean and hurtful as he wants, but this is the last time he'll ever hit her. We zoom out and see that Dolores was telling this story to Selena, who was crying and clearly didn't know how her father treated her mother. The next morning, Selena tells Dolores she needs to get a lawyer, then notices how withered her mother's hands are, to which she replies, that's what 22 years of working for Vera Donovan does to you. We cut to Dolores telling Selena about working for Vera, scrubbing toilets daily. Uh, certain ways that she liked to keep the sheets hung. She made $40 a week, which she saved in a bank account for Selena to get out of this town so she could go to college. It's, and again, I didn't grow up like this, so I, I can't imagine how 
one would experience this. Like it's just unimaginably unimaginable to me that people actually live like under these types of situations, like where Joe is like clearly a piece of crap, right? And like beats that was awful. Beats the crap out of Dolores, like mentally and physically abuses her. But then like Selena roll rolls in and then he's like a totally different person. She thinks he's like a god. No, we find out later why. Well, yeah, right. Which I'm, I, f- oh, I was just gonna say, I figured out the dad in this is from River Wild, which was that movie I told you guys I watched with uh, Kevin Bacon. Oh, is he and a douche in that? Yeah, he was like the bad guy, and John C. Riley. <laughs> was he serious or goofy? But the dad was like the good guy in it, so it was weird to see him be like the bad guy in this one. Well, and I think I was so... Because, again, I didn't know anything about this movie prior to watching. So I never read the book. I never watched the movie. But, like, I was just... Because of Kathy Bates and Misery, I was expecting her to be the bad person in this movie. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, I was, like, waiting... I didn't expect him to pick up that board and hit her with it. I just thought he was going to be, like, a crabby old dad that comes home from work and is upset because his life sucks, but... It was that like, was fucked up. Yeah, I was like, holy yeah. cow. And then like she's like sitting there crying and uh, <clears throat> Selena comes in and like helps her get the dinner plates put away and whatnot. But then it was just like she's like sitting on the floor talking to the dad and he's helping her with her homework or whatever. And it was like, man, like she has no idea what a piece of crap this guy is yet. Because I don't think what we find out later has start happening yet at this point. Yeah. Right. And I love it when she breaks that milk bottle over his head. I was like, mm-hmm. yes. <laughs> Well, she throws that. she throws that axe in his lap, and she's like, "Go ahead and go ahead and what's she tell him? Kill me or something? Just don't let her, don't let Selena see or something." Mm-hmm. She said, "You do it again. One of us is going to be in the boneyard." That's what it is. Yeah, um, and you didn't say anything about his spread cheek moon. Oh yeah, I forgot. <laughs> yeah, because th- that was the other weird thing. Because like he comes home and they're like arguing, but it was like, okay, maybe that's like he just had a bad day or whatever. And then he like does that, like he moons her, and they're like joking around, and then he starts like he hits her. I was like, well, that took a drastic change. Yeah. Well, when I think up to this point, we didn't see him put the liquor and the drink in his coke yet, mm. so I don't think we knew that he was actually drunk. Okay. It looked like he had shit stains in his underwear. I think he did. <laughs> he's so <laughs> gross in this entire movie. Like he's just nasty, sweaty all the time. His clothes are dirty. Mm-hmm. He's just, ugh. Seth, this is a small village town back in the, what, 80s, 70s? 70s, I think, is when it's supposed to take place. It's just not that people in fishing villages stink. I'm sorry. I don't want anybody to get I mean, they, made, they did a good job of just making him, like, unappealing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the other thing is, so we see Dolores' life at home where she's clearly being mentally and physically abused by her husband, but then she works for this other lady who's equally as awful as her husband at home. Granted, she doesn't hit her, but like just the way that she belittles her and like reminds her that she's beneath her. And then you see, um, I, I don't know if we've seen it yet, but like her husband comes home and like doesn't want anything to do with her. This is the rich lady. So you can see that she just like takes all of that frustration out on Dolores. Well, I think you're supposed to see like they're two women from very different worlds, but they're going through the same thing. Mm-hmm. Right. I think is why they form this bond together, but they're kind of showing you that Vera is also unhappy. Extremely unhappy. And I feel like the only way that Vera feels any sort of importance is to make Dolores remind Dolores that she is underneath her. Yeah. yeah. But But I think that's why Dolores hangs around cuz 
I don't know. They need each other in a way, weird kind of fucked up way. Yeah. Yeah. Plus, don't you think that Dolores probably has absolutely no self-esteem? And like, she probably really legitimately thinks that's the only job she can get. Probably. Just because of what she's going through. I feel right. like, I feel like tell she tries to see just like the best in people that she can. <laughs> right. Um, scene three, Mackie makes a return. Uh, we cut the present day. The police show up for a hair sample at Dolores's house. Dolores and Mackie exchange rude, co- uh, rude comments to one another. Dolores reminds her, uh, Dolores reminds Selena of who Mackie was, to which Selena doesn't remember him drilling her at the police station about her father's murder. Um, and then he, like, that scene was really good, which I'm sure we'll jump into. But, like, he tries to separate Selena and Dolores at the police station because he thinks they're lying about what happened to the dad. Um, and you kind of see why in this scene Dolores doesn't like Mackie because he's, like, just a real prick. Um, but now at the bar, Selena talks to Peter on the phone. That's her boss finding out that he gave her story away to another lady in the office while drinking. She's approached by Mackie who tells her that Dolores killed once, got away with it, killed again. And if she gets away with it, she could kill yet another time. Uh, I think that he tells her he's 80. How old is he supposed to be in this? Did he say he was 85? Um, That can't be right. Yeah, I'm not sure. I thought it was like his 85th case or something. That's what it is. He's handled yeah. 85 homicide cases in his career. Um, and the last time he says he underestimated Dolores and he won't do it again. He also admits to sending the facts to Selena's office to notify her about her mother. Mm-hmm. Back at home, dinner's interrupted by townspeople harassing Dolores and Selena is getting drunk at the table, taking her medicine. Another flashback of kids bullying Selena and her nervous breakdown. The next day, Dolores and Selena meet Frank and Mackie at Vera's house to collect her things, which have been rummaged through and thrown all over the place by Mackie. As they're leaving, Mackie tells Dolores he thinks she killed Vera for the money. Vera left everything in her will to Dolores. She's now a millionaire. Dolores acts angry and surprised all at the same time. Dolores tells Selena she wishes she wishes she had killed her for leaving her that money because she doesn't want it. Selena asks Dolores what happened. We get a flashback of Vera waking up wet. She had pissed herself in bed. Uh, she gets super crappy with Dolores and... Uh, because this happened, I think she was embarrassed is what it ultimately boiled down to. Vera accuses Dolores of poisoning her and then begins crying about her miserableness uh, because of her existence and getting older. While Dolores goes down to make tea for Vera, she wheels herself in her wheelchair to the steps. She bites Dolores when she tries to stop her from going down the steps and then ultimately hurls herself down the steps. She tells Dolores she hates the smell of being old. She wants to die and begs Dolores to help her end her own life. Okay, let's let's cut back to that scene. I really liked the scene where it's uh, Mackie interrogating Selena and uh, Dolores about the death of Joe. Mm-hmm. Because you can tell in that scene that Dolores and Selena are not on the same page with what happened, but I don't think that either of them want to be separated to because again i i don't know this do you in that scene do you think that selena thinks that dolores killed her dad i don't know if selena knows for sure right yeah honestly i I didn't think she like knew because she obviously like has blocked any memory from that time well i mean not later when when uh selena's a child and dolores is being accused of killing the dad and Mackie is younger also. This is the flashback. And 
you see that like Dolores and Selena, like there's something weird between the two, of which we find out what it is later. But then Mackie tries to separate them, and I think that Dolores doesn't want him to separate them because he does. She doesn't want Selena to have to talk about what Joe did to her. Right. But at that point, we don't know that. Right. It, yeah. It just looks very suspicious, right? Because it makes it look like Dolores doesn't want them to interview Selena because she doesn't want Selena to tell. Mackie that she killed the dad yeah. but when in fact she doesn't want them to be separated because she doesn't want Selena to have to talk about what happened to her right but when we see it initially it makes us suspicious that Dolores is hiding that she killed the dad yes okay now I see where you're going yes yeah, so I, I, I fucking I took the long way around there circled the airport for a little bit God, came I, in for your landing I sure <laughs> I tried to get there. I'm like, how in the hell do I explain what I'm thinking here? But, but, but yes, yes. I see. We didn't know any of that yet. So it seemed a little suspicious. It was like, okay, does she know what happened? Because we don't even know that she killed Joe yet. Yeah. Right. And it makes her look guilty. Yeah. Which you could see why Mackie would think that. Yeah. But in reality, she's making herself look bad in order to protect Selena, which Selena doesn't even has no idea because she doesn't even remember this happening. Right. Whew, I'm uh, tired. I need whew. a fucking break after that. Holy cow. It just pissed me off because it's like, it's obvious how much of a dick her husband was. Like, why mm-hmm. won't this guy just fucking let it go? Well, I think that Vera later, Vera makes a really good point about how it's, I forget, I think she throws a percentage out or whatever. But she's like, it's predominantly a man's world. And it doesn't mm-hmm. matter what we say or what we do. They're always going to take, like with what happened at the bank where they let him go in and empty her account. Yeah. Yeah. So I think that it plays into that. No matter what she told this guy, he wasn't going to listen to her. He was always going to yeah. think that she killed him. Right. Yeah. So I, I think that obviously, uh, in my mind, it's like when now you can kind of me, I can understand like why she is hesitant, and even more so why at first Mackie in my mind didn't seem like a bad guy, and then you get all this backstory, which I feel like they're also doing a good job of. Uh, bring us up to speed while Selena, because we're kind of getting the understanding of what's going on as Selena is. What is that noise? Motorcycle. Sure. Oh, my. <laughs> sure. It was like somebody's shitting their pants. No, it's a stupid motorcycle. Oh, <laughs> uh, uh, shoot. <laughs> Holy cow. Um. But yeah, that scene, like with the Christmas ornament, she like slashes her neck with it and shit. Oh, yeah. yeah. Because we still don't know what's going on, and I'm like, what in the fuck is wrong with her? Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. And then it, and how it all unfolds is wild. But um, so this is where we see that Dolores did not kill Vera, and in fact, I think you kind of get the understanding that Vera obviously is not a great person. But like, I think I think Dolores felt sorry for her. I think she loved yeah. her. Yeah, I think I think she did. Yeah, I mean, Selena makes that argument later. And when she said it at first, I was kind of like, really? This lady was such a horrible person. How could she love her? But when you look at the other people in Dolores's life, like, they were all terrible. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, in a way, Vera helped Dolores get rid of Joe. Right. And obviously left her all this money that we didn't know about. Do you think she knew about the money? No. Mm-mm. Why do you think she was so mad when she found out? I don't know. I actually made a note about that. Like, I don't know why she's going so crazy about this. Maybe because she thinks it's going to make her look guilty. I don't know. Yeah. Like she, as soon as she dies, she gets the money. So it's like, why wouldn't she have killed her? 
I wonder, though, in my mind, because I thought that too at first, but then the more I thought about it, I wonder if she was so mad because after Selena's speech at the end of this, when we're talking about how they ha- all they had was each other, Vera and Dolores, and that they did they loved each other, I wonder if that was all Dolores wanted out of that really. She didn't want the money. She didn't want to be rich. That's all she wanted was that connection. Probably. I mean, they've been yeah. together for, what, 20 years or something? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, not together, but, you know, working. She worked for it for that long. And they basically exchange secrets because Vera tells what happened to her husband, right? And mm-hmm. then yeah, she knows basically. what happened to Dolores' husband. So I feel like that was, that's all she wanted out of that relationship. She didn't want the money. She didn't need the money. She just wanted the friendship. Mm-hmm. But. but she has a lot of good one-liners. Like she had the one where, like, Vera thinks she's poisoning her slowly. She's like, I would just put you out, push you out the window, one less bitch in the world. Like <laughs> the stuff that she says, funny. Uh, I could not stop looking at Vera's teeth in the oh, scene. Oh yeah! Like, why were they so gross? <laughs> they made her look really creepy. Yes, they did. That's why I, I made a note. Like, what was right? Is she just old, or does she have dementia or something? I guess we don't know. I think she's yeah, just sure. old and. De- even Dolores' teeth in one scene, I was like, oh, wow. It's like her bottom teeth. They were like black. Yeah. Oh, I guess I didn't see that. Yeah, they were rough. All right. Uh, scene four. Selena finds some lawyers. Selena prints Dolores a list of lawyers in New York City that can help her with her case. Dolores takes a shot and tells Selena that she only cares what Selena thinks. She doesn't care what anybody else thinks. Selena gets shitty with Dolores about her being abused by Vera and her father. Dolores asks if she doesn't really remember what happened to her. That's why she's so unsettled in life. They each take a drink together. Uh, so there's a flashback where Dolores is basically explaining everything that happened to Selena. Uh, Joe got drunk at dinner and they discussed Selena's slipping grades at school. Uh, Joe lets Selena leave the table uh, because obviously he knows what's going on. But on a ferry ride the next day, Dolores asks Selena what's made her change. She's 13 years old. Is she on drugs? Is she pregnant? Please, I'm worried about you. Just tell me what's going on. Dolores tells her that she loves her and wants to help, but needs to know the truth. Dolores continues to ask Selena, finding that she has on Joe's mother's necklace. Dolores discovers that Joe has emptied out their bank account that she'd had uh, at the bank, saving money for Selena to go to college and leave the island. I don't think they're on an island. They have to be on an island, right? You have to take a ferry to get to it. Yeah, they reference it being an island a couple times. Okay. Afterward, um... She works, let's see, afterwards she goes to work and Vera's riding her really hard, ends up making her cry. So Vera pulls her aside. She confides in Vera, telling her that she was going to run away with Selena because Joe is abusing Selena. Selena gets up, or I'm sorry, uh, Dolores gets upset and basically lays everything out for Vera, which I kind of thought was, at that time I didn't get the relationship, I don't think. So I was like, man, she's like confiding all this in this lady that she really doesn't even care for, but... And we, we find out that it kind of plays to her advantage. But anyway, later we see that Selena gets upset and goes to stay at the hotel while Dolores confronts Joe. Dolores stumbles upon an old pit in the woods. It's not the woods. It's out in their, their land there. But uh, while trying to convince Selena to stay, we jump forward to adult Selena yelling at Dolores that she make, she's making the whole story up. So during this whole flashback scene, Dolores is basically trying to communicate to Selena what happened. And uh, you can tell that Selena, once they come back to present day, Selena has no idea that any of this happened. And I don't know if she did know it happened or had an inkling of knowledge that it happened. And she's just trying to completely compress 
decom- uh, I guess it would become press it. But suppress. Suppress it, yes. Like, I couldn't well, tell. I think when those kind of things happen, like, people actually, like, just completely block the memories. I agree. I think that's what she was doing. And I think having it come back out, she, like, didn't want to believe it. Right. That's why I think why she kept taking the pills. We kept seeing her take them. Because mm-hmm. uh, I must have made her, like, either forget. I don't know what they were, but. She had a bottle. It was, like, eight bottles, I think I counted, of pills mm-hmm. she was on. Yeah. Because she said, give me 10 minutes and I'll forget or I'll be back to normal or something. Didn't she when she took them the first time? Yeah. When she was in the bathroom. So you think the pills are suppressing her memories of what happened when she was a kid? Or they're just helping like she's using them to cope with it. So when she starts thinking about it, yeah. I don't know. I don't, I don't know that much about psychology and all that, but. There was like nine different bottles, weren't there? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I counted eight or yeah, it may have been nine. Um, I have one question though. So when Dolores is is grilling Selena about what's going on with her and and Joe, the dad, and she sees the necklace, why? How? I guess th- maybe I missed it. I'm not sure. But how did she immediately know that he was molesting her because she had this necklace on? Because it was her mother's necklace, I think. Oh, I thought it was Joe's mother's necklace. I think it was Dolores's mother's necklace. So. The fact that he gave it to her, she must have just put it together like, okay. Hmm. Like, why would he give her that? Gotcha. I, I, for me, there's just a a weird way to jump right to that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Plus, I mean, the way she was acting, too, probably played into it. Yeah. So fucked up. It really is. And just the fact that like, it makes me wonder how long it had been happening because obviously, because what she said, two semesters, her grades had been slipping. Yeah. So it obviously been happening since probably that. That's what was causing this to happen. I would imagine. Yeah. I'm sure. Obviously it would fuck you up. Yeah. Drastically, I would imagine, but it's like, man, this movie, dude, it's like starts off depressing and just continues to get more depressing. Mm. (laughs) Yeah. And I really like this scene in the drawing room where she's telling Vera everything. Yes, that is this this scene. I agree. Again, I thought that was weird because you actually see some sort of humanity from Vera for the very first time. Well, and she basically tells Dolores she killed her husband without telling her she killed her husband. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. What'd she say? Sometimes uh, accidents happen. Yeah. She's like, sometimes your husband's brake lines fail, you know. When they're leaving their mm-hmm. mistress's house. Yeah. Because she said something. She said an accident can be an unhappy woman's best friend. That's what she says. <laughs> And I was like, oh, it's interesting. Yeah. Like, I really liked that scene. I thought it was, it kind of showed their relationship, like what it really was. And I think it shows the, because um, Vera makes a comment to Dolores. She says, what could have happened that was so bad that would make a hardened woman like you break? So you, you know that she, I think that she treats, was treating Dolores the way she was treating her because she knew she could handle it. Mm-hmm. Maybe. Mm-hmm. Not that it was right yeah. that she treated her that way, but you could tell that for her to break down like that, it had to have been something bad. And that's when you see the actual like humanity side of Vera come out. Um, yeah, I don't know how she was so just blunt. She's like, has he fucked her? Yeah, she was really direct, wasn't like she? Jesus. <laughs> yeah. Well, she says, if I don't know if he has yet, but if he hasn't, he's going to soon. Isn't that what she says? Yeah. Uh mm-hmm. Interesting. Crazy. Uh, all right. Scene five. Selena comes back. 
Selena comes back after 12 hours. She wakes up after 12 hours of sleep. Dolores tells her she's packed all of her things so she can leave. As she leaves, she finds Mackie's report on the porch. She's getting the phone turned back on at Dolores' house, and she will have a lawyer call her in the coming days. She warns her not to shoot her mouth off in court to Mackie. While driving, she finds a tape that Dolores uh, had taped to the back of her bag or something. I forget. It's, it's in her bag. But uh, on the tape, Dolores tells her that she's going to go down and talk to the police, and she's going to tell them everything, but she wanted to uh, tell Selena herself. So there's a flashback to Dolores and Vera discussing Joe. Vera asks if he screwed Selena yet, which we already talked about this. We must have jumped ahead. But uh, to which she replies, no, he hasn't yet, but he's going to soon. Vera tells her that the $3,000 she'd saved won't get her far. Uh, husbands die every day and leave their wives all of their money. She should know. Sometimes their husbands are on their way home from their mistress's house and their brake lines fail. An accident can be an unhappy woman's best friend, crying as she tells her this. At Vera's big dinner, she finds Dolores and tells her that she's done a great job getting the party ready, and she's sending her home early with a bag for herself and Joe to share. She tells her that sometimes a woman has to be a high-riding bitch to survive, <laughs> sending Dolores home. She arrives at home to find Joe in a bad mood, giving him the bottle of scotch that Vera gave her. She makes him dinner. He continues to drink the whole bottle of scotch. She confronts him about stealing Selena's money, but she got it all back and buried it in the yard. He chokes her, throwing her down. She confronts him about molesting Selena, causing him to chase her through the field. She jumps the big hole she found earlier, and Joe falls through it, dying. She drops the bottle of whiskey near the well, started asking around town if people had seen Joe out on a bender, and it was easy except for Mackie making trouble. She doesn't care who knows now. Now she's only cared about making it right for Selena. Now it's time to let everyone know. So we kind of jumped ahead, but this is the scene where you see Vera and Dolores yeah. talking. Um, yeah. And I forgot that while Vera's talking to her, she's also crying. So Selena and Dolores, or Vera and Dolores are in that room together, like basically bawling, talking about their very similar situations. Yeah, this is where she said it's a deep, it's a depressingly masculine world we live in. That's what she says, yeah. yeah. I mean, you see it at the bank, right? Because she goes to get the mm-hmm. money, and they're like, oh, well, your husband closed that account. And she's like, how can he do that? It was, like, my account. Like, oh, I wanted to punch that banker in the face. Yeah. Just because he kept fucking saying, jerk off. Oh, I know, he's just getting annoying. Well, I think he does ultimately give her what she wants, right? Yeah. Because I think all, well, she asks him, uh, can, well, can you at least tell me if... He opened a new account or if he took the money. And I think the banker had to have, because she had, she knew that he opened a new account with all the money except for $500. Yeah, she got the money back because he says that to, she says it to Joe right before he chases okay. her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I love that scene from like the eclipse party through to where he falls in the hole. Like that's my favorite yeah. scene in this movie. Do you think they purposely made Kathy Bates look prettier in that scene than any of the other scenes in the entire movie? Maybe because it's oh, yeah. it's almost like she comes home and she's dressed up for the party or whatever, but she's also like I, she's like looks pretty and then she's like it's almost like she's trying to seduce Joe and like make him comfortable. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I had a note here. You can see her character change. Like it's when right after she gives him the whiskey, you can see it like in her face mm-hmm. that she has something planned. Right. Right. And then um, they also did a great job with like the background of this. And that had to have been of some sort of green screen or something, right? That they did that with, I'm guessing. Probably. Because yeah. like they're showing the eclipse and all the boats are in the in the mm-hmm. bay in the background. And he's like, shit. 
he must drink a dude. That's a lot of whiskey. I think I would drink like that whole bottle. I'd be dead. Yeah. (laughs) But yeah, that's such a good scene, especially like after he falls in and then you see the eclipse, which I guess symbolizes maybe something ending. I don't know, you know what it's supposed to be, but it's kind of off topic, but like the way this movie is shot and like the color schemes and stuff in it and the way they use the background as its own like character in the movie, it really Mm -hmm. reminds me, especially when it kind of came full circle for me is when that eclipse, when, when the moon goes over the sun or whatever, and like you can see the eclipse, it reminded me of that scene in the ring where they closed the well and then you just see the ring oh, yeah, around it does the well. Like and it like yeah. kind of it yeah. kind of brings the story full circle. Like this is the story closing basically that chapter yeah. of it at least. But I, to me it was almost like this was meant to happen like that. Like it was yeah. supposed to happen. For a, well, I mean it, it shouldn't technically kill him. That's exactly what I was getting ready no. to say. Is she she didn't <laughs> She just didn't help him. Yeah. Right. Which I don't know is that really a crime not helping somebody? No, no, I don't think so. Yeah, because I mean, she really did not kill him. Yeah, she got him drunk, and she knew to jump. Which, honest, I'm not gonna lie, kind of laugh when she jumped over the hole. Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> it almost looked like she jumped off of like a trampoline. Like, <laughs> I was like, wow. Well, I was kind of worried. I'm like, well, what if he catches her before she gets there? Like, yeah. Well, and then he tried to like grab her foot too, because I thought he was gonna mm-hmm. get her. I was like, oh god, like, what is she gonna have to like kick him down the well? Because then she would have killed him, right? If she kicked him. Mm-hmm. But if you notice, she kicked her shoes off right before they left the house. Mm. So I was like, okay, she knows she's going to be running. <laughs> Can't have these heels on. Right. <laughs> Did she, uh, yeah. Dude, if I were, um, I'm trying to think. So when Selena's listening to this whole thing, you can kind of see that it's all clicking. And she's like, I think this is really when she started to remember all that all this stuff really did happen. Right. And like how really everything Dolores. I think she's, her whole life has blamed Dolores for how crappy her life is, how crappy mm-hmm. Selena's life has been. But really Dolores's life has been even more crappy because everything she was doing was sacrificing so that Selena could get out of this town and away yeah. from Joe, which ultimately is exactly what happens. Right. Like yeah. if I were her, I'd feel like a huge bag of dicks. <laughs> now, do you think that Vera, like, at least in my mind, her and Dolores like plan this out. I feel like. What do you mean? Oh yeah, probably. Like how to kill Joe. Like I kind of feel like they talked about it. Oh, because she gives her a bag of goodies, right? And sends her home. Yeah, she's like here, and, and you could tell that Vera knows mm-hmm. what she's going home to do. Yeah, no, I agree with you. I bet, I bet she probably did. I feel like she had. But she a probably hand nudged in. Dolores in this direction. I feel like quite a bit. Yeah, and I mean, I think that you probably also have to consider she probably moved in with Vera because Vera wanted her to. The, the whole thing was, hey, I'm sick and I need you to take care of me. But I'm guessing that Vera knew they were both single women who didn't have family. So it right. makes sense as yeah. to why she would move in there with her, even though she was taking care of her. I also probably think that Vera knew that if she was just like, hey, Dolores, why don't you come live with me? She wouldn't have done it because she's a strong minded person, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was hey, I need you. I need you to take care of me. Come and live with me, so you can take care of me. Versus, really, in my mind, I, I'm totally speculating, is that she wanted her to come live with her because she cared about her. Yeah, and they yeah. had this bond. They were basically in this whole thing together. So, yeah. 
All right, scene six, Selena remembers. Selena sees Mackie as her boat leaves the dock, taking her back to the mainland. While getting a coffee on board, she remembers her and her father's ferry ride, where her father Joe gave her a hot cocoa and made her touch his crotch with her hand, making comments of how he'd showed her how to do it before she knows what to do. Cut to Dolores talking to the judge and Mackie, explaining that Vera tried to kill herself and begged Dolores to kill her to end her life. Uh, that Dolores did not want to kill her. Selena barges in to Dolores' defense. Mackie has no evidence at all. It's all circumstantial and very clear if you read his report. Dolores and Vera actually loved each other. Dolores did not want to kill Vera. Mackie questions when the last time Selena even visited was and how she would know this. Selena explains that Dolores stayed with Vera for 20 years at $80 a week. No one would stick around if they hated someone, especially for that amount of money. Frank pipes up and says that Dolores did look shocked when she found out about the $1.6 million inheritance. Frank does not believe that Dolores knew about it. Selena confronts Mackie about his true motive to prove that Dolores truly killed Joe 18 years ago and he just can't let it go. She has a list of New York lawyers that would love nothing more than to take him to court and prove him wrong. Mackie looks defeated as Selena and Dolores leave the office. At the ferry, Selena tells Dolores that she doesn't know how to feel about what she did, but she knows she did it for her. They hug. Selena drives on to the ferry and waves goodbye as Dolores blows her a kiss as the ferry drives away. The end. Ugh, this fucking ferry scene. <laughs> what about it? With her dad, it was so oh that fairy hard scene. to watch. I was like, yeah. oh, no, Dude. don't show that. Yeah, it was. Yeah, I, I, it was very mild mannered into what I think probably we would have seen today if this movie were made. I think this one, this was probably a lot. It's, it's weird. I'm saying this, but as tasteful as you can make that scene. I mean, it was enough though to be gross. It was like, yeah. no, I totally agree. I'm just saying, in comparison to the stuff that they do today, I could see how it would probably yeah. be a lot worse especially having daughters i was like i hate like like my body like hurt watching this scene it was like oh and then when he was like kissing her head and stuff at the same time it just so it was so gross yeah yeah imagine she i wonder how old the little girl was when they shot this i don't know but yeah I, it was like and then he was like you i showed you how to do it before you know what to do i was like oh mm-hmm. it's so sad it's like you could see her soul like leaving her body yeah Mm. so obviously she repressed all this for a long time oh for certain do you think she do you think it was seeing that bench that brought back the memory or do you think she walked over to that bench because she knew that's where it happened that i don't know yeah i don't know i don't know if it was listening to the tape i'm not sure yeah Hmm. but i don't the only thing i don't like about this movie is i really didn't love the ending Go figure, Stephen King. What do you not like, like about the ending? That's it? I don't it know. Was, I just, yeah, I wasn't, I wanted to see more, I guess. Like, okay, what happened next? You look, know? That's funny because that's the note I have is where do you think this story goes from here? Like, do they reconcile their relationship? Do they just go off their separate ways? Well, because one thing I really didn't like is that um, the quote from Selena, because they're, they're at the ferry or whatever, and I think she says, I don't know how I feel about what you did, but I know that you did it for me. And I'm like, what do you mean you don't know how you feel about what yeah, she did? Like, what? I didn't yeah. like that either. Like, you should be thanking her. Yeah. But, yeah, that's... I, I guess the ending didn't really bother me. I think they kind of left it open-ended to where you get to make up for yourself what happens. I my It just felt incomplete for me. It just felt kind of like, oh. 
That's the end. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because and again, I think <laughs> I would have liked it better if Selena had stayed and like wrote. <clears throat> Because she wants to ultimately, Selena wants to write a book, right? That's why she's doing all these detective, detective mm-hmm. type reporting in New York, whatever. She basically lost her story there and quit her job because she said, "I don't have to go to Arizona. There's nothing for me there anymore." Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know if she's going back to New York, but I almost would have. Well, I don't again, think she quit her job. She just didn't get that story. Okay, which would have taken her to Arizona. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which I'm thinking Peter didn't give her that story because he wanted her to stay in New York with him. Is that what you were gathering? Maybe. I mean, they didn't really dive that much into that. We just know that they were fucking. Yeah. yeah. Well, I think it was that she said this is the one because she think, thought whatever whatever story she was going to do, she was going to be able to write a book about it, which I'm assuming would mean she would have to have been there for a while and he didn't want her to go, so he was trying to keep her there with him. I thought it's, That's the way I looked at it. I don't know. I could have been wrong. I could have been, yeah. I just thought it was because he he said that they needed to do it quick or something. Yeah. And he just wanted to get it done. I don't know. Or he was just fucking that other chick that he gave the story to. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, that very well well could have been it. (laughs) Oh, yeah. All right. Well, let's let's jump into fun facts with Seth. Fun facts with Seth. Kind of odd. There weren't very many for this movie. Liar. There weren't. I thought it was, there was only like 20 on IMDb. Uh, I thought it was Jesus, weird. That's a lot. No, when like it had like 200 and something. What's well, a better movie? Okay. <laughs> Kathy Bates' favorite movie role of her career. This was? was? This one. Yeah. Wow. While filming the scene on the ferry between Dolores and Selena, Jennifer Jason Lee, Josh's lover, became seasick. A student from the local high school was pulled out of class to act as a stand-in. Oh, wait, the which scene? It just says the fairy scene between Dolores and Selena. Oh, interesting. The fairy at the end of the movie is called the Joshua Slocum. Hey, named for the first person to circumnavigate the globe alone. Solid name. Solid name. Uh, According to the press pass that Dolores finds in Selena's purse, she worked for Vanity Fair. I didn't catch it. I didn't either. Yeah. Uh, Stephen King wrote the role of Dolores Claiborne with Kathy Bates in mind, having loved her in misery. Uh, Castle Rock bought the rights to Stephen King's novel for $1.5 million. Jeez. Wow. It's crazy, especially back then. Uh, in preparation for her role, Ellen Muth, is that the little young Selena? I didn't write it down, so probably. Uh, wrote in a journal as her character in the movie for weeks before shooting the film. Hmm. Judy Parfit was recommended for the role of Vera by director Taylor Hackford's wife, Helen Mirren. Uh, Parfit, who had largely confined her career to the stage, was virtually unknown to the film audience uh, at the time. After she auditioned with Kathy Bates, Bates reportedly turned to Hackford and gasped, who was that? <laughs> they agreed to cast Parfit on the spot. She was good in her role. I thought she. I thought the chemistry between her and Kathy Bates was really good. Yeah, yeah she played a good bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, last one. Uh, a reference is made to Shawshank Prison, which was featured in the Shawshank Redemption 1994. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Yeah, she says it when they're like running out into the field. Something about he's going to end up in Shawshank. Yeah, it's crazy how all of his books, not all, a lot of his books and stories all like intermingle and intertwine. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that was it. There just weren't very many and they weren't very exciting. I thought those were great. You did an excellent job. 
I thought there'd yes. be more like fun ones, but there really weren't. So. You're fun. You're a good time. <laughs> I know I'm a good time. Give me some whiskey. Sure thing. That concludes Fun Facts with Seth. Let's jump over to some HMC favorites. Jess, what was your favorite scene or scenes from the movie? Uh, I really liked all of the flashback scenes or like the transition into them. Like I, I thought that was really cool and how they did that. Like um, when Dolores is on the porch and then all of a sudden it goes into the flashback and it turns like real light and there's people like running, you know, past the house and stuff. I just thought that was really cool. Agreed. Anything else? That was it. That was my fave. What about you, Seth? Um, I also loved all the flashback scenes, like I mentioned, like that one where she's sitting at dinner and you can see like the flashback going on behind her. I thought that was really cool. Mm-hmm. And my favorite scene, though, like I said, is from the solar eclipse party on to where he falls down in the hole. I just love that whole like series of events there. Yeah, I think my favorite was the Joe and Dolores chase scene, which is the one you were just talking about. Um, mm-hmm. I think it looks really good, and it's cool how you get to see her outsmart him from the time she gets home to... I think you said you can just see her character change right in that scene. Mm-hmm. Um, I also enjoyed the scene, which I kind of talked about it earlier, but the scene where uh, Selena comes into town, and you can just see the contrast between who she is now versus where she came from as a child, and um, how the town is just really run down in comparison to what she's kind of transitioned her life into now but and what's so crazy about that is like Dolores's house would be like a million dollar house today mm-hmm. right right like it's right there on like the water and they have obviously some acreage and mm-hmm. not anymore well yeah now but not back then it was uh, right man that, that's crazy that they just like beat the hell out of her while she was gone yeah. Mm-hmm. Like threw rocks. Bitch on it. Yeah, they rode all over it and threw rocks through the window, and it was like, sheesh. Well, I'm trying to like figure out because they didn't really say like how long she hadn't lived there. Yeah. yeah. I don't know if it was eight years or because Dolores made a comment when they first got to the house, like, oh, at least I kept the electric on. Mm-hmm. When the um, uh, Mackie, I don't know how long it had been. Mackie kept making a comment that the will had been went into effect eight years ago or whatever Mm -hmm. she changed her will eight years ago which i'm assuming coincides with when dolores moved in with her but i still don't think that dolores knew about the will no i don't think she did yeah uh just thing you like most about the movie um i thought once again that kathy bates did so good in this role and i just think she's a great actress but also i think joe did a really good job because he definitely made you fucking hate his guts agreed (laughs) Agreed. It was nasty. What yeah. about you, Seth? Uh, obviously, Kathy Bates. I think I think she was phenomenal in this, um, and I really like the relationship between Dolores and Vera. Um, I'm glad we got. I like. I don't remember that very much from when I saw it before, but they really did a good job of showing like how they were with each other. Yeah. Um, very similar to what you guys said. I said that the storytelling was my favorite part of it. I think this movie is 100% storytelling. It's there's not a <laughs> any special effects there's not big explosions or anything this is just 100 percent a storytelling movie and i think they did a really good job of pulling back the layers this was what two hours and 20 minutes or two hours and 10 minutes or something mm-hmm. um, yeah. but honestly for the most part did i know i was fucking with seth earlier and told him god this movie's long <laughs> but it really didn't feel that long because i think that they they structured it as such to where like you just kept getting more and more and more um, of the story as it progresses and not knowing the story I found that entertaining because I didn't know what was going to happen I kind of had it in my mind where I thought it was going um, but they just did a great job of keeping you engaged so I think the storytelling 
uh, is really great, even though Seth hates the ending of it. Um, <laughs> it's all right. Jess, thing you did not like about the movie. I just said um, the, the long miss, that it's a little long, but the main thing is just how depressing it was. <laughs> <laughs> I said the exact same thing. I was. I said it's so depressing. Yeah. <laughs> what about you, Seth? Uh, the ending for me. Yeah. Yeah, I just didn't care for it. But I think the reason I put it, that it's depressing for the thing I didn't like is because I don't like to w- sit around and watch depressing movies. Like this is a great mm-hmm. movie, but I don't know that's one, and this kind of plays into where you watch it again. I don't know that I'd watch it again unless somebody wanted to watch it because it's. I just. It's. I don't want to sit around and be sad. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. I put probably not. What about you, Seth? <laughs> I'd probably watch it again. Yeah. You like Seth yeah. stuff. He he just quit for the ending. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> mm. All right. Let's rate it. Let's jump over to Stabby's ratings. We rate every movie on a zero to five Stabby scale. Some movies get zeros because they suck. Some movies get fives like it. Chapter one because they're great. At the end, we'll average it out and give you our average Stabby's rating for the movie. We are where you should be going to you to get your horror movie reviews and ratings. <laughs> Whew, that was a mouthful. Seth, your movie, HMC 87, I think. Dolores Claiborne, what do you give this movie? Um, like I've already said, I love Kathy Bates. I think she was very good in this. Um, I like the way it was shot. All the flashback scenes were really well done. I just thought this was a really good storytelling movie. Like The way the story was told... Um, I was never bored through it. I thought it moved along nicely. Um, I liked the whole Vera Dolores relationship aspect of it. Uh, so I gave it a four and a half. Well, four, if I'm not saying 4.5, he's saying four and a half today. 4.5. Thank you. Can you give me a point, please? 4.5. Interesting. Yes. George Claiborne, what do you give this movie? I have a lot of the same exact things. Um, I love the flashbacks. I thought Kathy Bates' acting was phenomenal in this. It was very depressing, but I thought the storyline was great, and they told it really well. Um, I gave it a 4.4. Dad, You're on the path to a good, and Seth. Let's see I just get it. excited when it's a movie you guys have never seen, and then you actually like it. I'm about yeah. to ruin, and I'm about to give it a half a star here for you. Half a star, half a stabby. <laughs> now, uh, I thought that again, like Seth said, great storytelling. I also think there was really great character development. Uh, and just, I didn't even think about it till you said it, but yeah, I, I hated Joe, but like, I think the actor obviously did a good job of making you hate him. Mm-hmm. So I guess there's yeah. something to be said. Kathy Bates is amazing in this movie. Um, and I also think it does a really great job of even from, which is kind of crazy because it's from what, 95? Is that when this came out? Yeah. Of like showing those, because I think it's more prevalent now in movies, but showing like how trauma and how people deal with trauma, even to go as far as to suppress all of their grief and block it out entirely is mm-hmm. crazy how the human mind works. Um, and it's just overall a depressing movie, but the storytelling in the movie is so great that I, that I overlooked that. So I actually gave it a four myself. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't get excited just yet. Calm down. Calm down. But yeah, great movie. Good pick, Seth. Uh, let's jump over to some of those other folks who like to rate and review horror movies. Jess, would you like to read the Rotten Tomatoes Critics Consensus? Post Misery, Kathy Bates proves to be another wonderful conduit for Stephen King's novels in this patient, gradually terrifying thriller. Wow. I almost forgot to change it. I had to go back and fix it. I was like, she's going to kill me if I send her another outline that doesn't work. Mm-hmm. 
All right, Rotten Tomatoes critics gave it an 85% on 46 reviews. Their average rating was a 68%. Rotten Tomatoes audience gave it an 82% on 25,000 reviews. 78% was their average, or a 3.9 out of 5. IMDb gave it a 7.4 out of 10, or 74% on 43,000 reviews. Us, the Horror Movie Crew, where you should be going to get your horror movie reviews and ratings, we gave it a 4.3 out of 5, or an 86% average Stabby's rating, which makes it a Sgooden. Sgooden. <laughs> we need like a we need like a buzzer that does it. Sagudin, Sagudin. <laughs> oh man! So we have one more Stephen King movie to do for Stephen King Spring. We haven't even discussed our June theme, have we? Did we? No, uh-huh. I don't think. Uh, I don't think we did. I don't think so. Mm. Well, now I have. Now we have things we have to discuss. Lucky us. Sex yes. horror. We're gonna do sex movies. Sexy, <laughs> a sexy June, a sweaty, yeah. sexy June. Ooh, there we go. All, all rape revenge movies. Ooh. Oh my God. Do I spit on your grave? Straw dogs. What else? <laughs> What's that Jodie Foster movie with the pinball machine? The accused. Oh, jeez. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, maybe not. It doesn't sound like a great idea. Is there anything? I else like you- the. I like the sexy, sweaty summer though. We could do X then. Oh, I need to. I haven't seen it yet. It comes out May something or other. I'm gonna go get the DVD when it comes out. Because we want to see that anyway. I can't wait. I cannot wait. But is there anything else you guys would like to say about Dolores Claiborne before we wrap it up? Good movie. That's good. If you haven't seen it, check it out. It's good. Just make sure you have two and a half hours and you are ready to be depressed, especially if you have daughters, (laughs) because it's a rough watch if you have daughters. Yeah. All right, let's do some patron shout-outs. Vicky D, thank you, Vicky. Brian Hathaway from the Don't Go Out There podcast. Kimberly D, Mike R. D. Cole, Felicia Connor from Two Chicks and a Horror Flick. Caitlin, the Ashleys, Ashley V and Ashley S. Mark and Brooke from a podcast on Elm Street. And my lovely mother, Nana Stevie Nicks, of which, Jess, you just randomly had a Stevie Nicks picture pop up, did you not? I did. It was weird. (laughs) It's a little odd. From 1978. She's straddling a horse or something. Yeah, she's tell. riding something. That sounds just like my mom. <laughs> yeah, it actually does. She's a big fan of horses. Mm-hmm. Big fan of horses. Gotta tell you. Um, all right, our next episode is going to be Pet Cemetery from 2019. We will do the movie, and then we're gonna do uh, we're gonna discuss which one we like better, the new one or the original. I don't know. I think I know which one I'm gonna like better. Um, I already know yeah. which one I like better, but uh, you know what? Let's save it. We already got in trouble for talking about Yellow Jackets too much. I don't want Jess's head to explode, so let's save it for the episode. Yeah, save it. Save it for the episode. Save it for the episode. <laughs> we are out of here. Bye. Goodbye, Bye. y'all. Sons of bitches. Sons of bitches. Oh my God. Hey, Krubies. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this episode and you want to hear more or you want to follow us on social media, Jess, where can they find us at? You can find us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at Horror Movie Crew Podcast. And you can listen on any major podcast platform. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and leave us a review. We'll see you next time. Bye, all.
graphic novels. Uh, I have a bunch of Batman comic books, but it's about. Uh, I have all the Walking Dead too. Mm. They're different. You're different. Mm-hmm. We're all different. Yeah, that's what makes us interesting. If we were all the same, the world would be a very boring place, Seth. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, kids, have fun. I love you. Love, love you too. Bye. 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 Con. <laughs>